Yeah, you crushed those European commie Nazi bastards. USA, USA. As you would probably guess, the Ryder Cup is this weekend, and it's been an interesting week in the world of golf. Apparently, uh, DeChambeau and uh, Kopecka squashed their beef, but I'm sure our residents... Whatever the fuck. I'm sure our resident golf expert, PC Tunney, is going to get into that momentarily, but let me do the proper intro. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Three Man Weave. Three Man Weave is brought to you by the good folks of Chairshot Radio Network in conjunction with... TheChairshot.com. Always use your head. And as my beautiful better half just alluded to, use your heads. We ask, we insist, we implore upon you. And that means supporting your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude because you're smarter than the average fan. That's why you're here, right? 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 So make sure y'all take y'all stinking asses to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t-shirt to support the movement. We literally have something for everybody. By merely perusing ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, I can guarantee that on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, you are going to find a shirt not only that you absolutely positively, unequivocally love, it's also going to make you more aesthetically pleasing. Again, ProPressandTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Please and thank you, thank you, and please remember the chairshot.com. We are not just a website, we're a movement. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. As always, I'm joined by the Platt Whisperer himself, the Commissioner PC Tunney. Mr. Raymond Cash is on assignment this week. I think he's getting his anal glands bleached or something oh, like that. Oh. Shout out to him. Nice. Shout out to him. But I don't does he does we he need, still does does that work that way though? Like do you know, like, I, when white people do it, I get it, but do we do we necessarily want it to be like? Is that natural still? What's the situation? Like what, what's the color? It's like si- a panda bear. What's the co- what's the color situation down there? <laughs> I don't know. I told you, it's like a like a panda bear. Oh, interesting. Very odd. <laughs> yeah, All right. Like a panda bear. Well, that's a conversation or, 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 I didn't think a, I was gonna have today. Like it's a, like going into the light. When you die, you follow the light. <laughs> <laughs> And the uh, sultry tones, ladies and gentlemen, that you heard is from the one. I don't know what his moniker is this week, so I'm not even going to give him one because he's going to piss on all over me when I say, well, I'm not that anymore. I will. But is the one, the only, Mr. Aesop Mitchell. Hello, gentlemen. I what mean, is your moniker this week, should sir? We like, just, man, you know, I, should we just call you Dave? Because that's what you are on your show. Yeah, that's fair. I, I am Dave, one of the brothers of uh, Down the Wire, also on thechairshot.com. Tune in to hear uh, sports takes that are far less professional than these three. Oh, I don't know about that. It, yeah, no, it's 100. Look, Platt's been on the show before. There is no professionalism at all. That's probably why I had such a great time. It's probably yeah. <laughs> it's why you guys fit in so well at the chair shot. <laughs> did, did you happen to hear the drunk episode? Because that was a night. Oh, that's every night. <laughs> For us. Yeah, that is, yeah, yeah. Polished off yeah. Uh, an entire bottle of uh, what? What the hell was it? It was some garbage Game of Thrones themed uh, liquor. It was Ugh. it was awful. Ugh. We were so hungover. Ugh. You got to get on that screwball, <laughs> that peanut butter whiskey. Dude, screwball is fire, but there, there's a better one out there. That's uh, I, I forget what the hell it's called. It's not screwball. It's something else that's uh, like dog, dog head or some shit like that. So you guys are off the the um the um oh shit fireball train, which tasted like big red. Now you're onto some peanut butter whiskey. Now I was never that's on the fireball white- train. No, 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 that's what white people do. We go through flavored liquors like it's okay. no man's business. That's not. Stop got it. Like, I, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, why are you? Yeah. No, this is okay. All right, that's fine. We can, we can do this. <laughs> no, 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 it's true. I don't mind. It's I don't mind. Like, no, it's all good. There, there this, is, three, this is fun. Yeah. There are three types yeah. of liquors that white people do. Yeah. That, there's, there's whiskey. There's, yeah. there's the gin guys. Yeah. And then there's the flavored liquor guys. What about the that's vodka what, guys? Nope. The vodka guys are the flavored liquor guys. What if you just drink vodka and water with a with a uh, lemon? No, no, no. Those are like single time drinkers. They don't like drink regularly. Oh, so you're talking about the non professional drinkers? 
Exactly. Oh, exactly. All right. So you're not including me in it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, like, I'm like Wisconsin and LSU retired from the freaking party school Playboy college list. Like, they don't even put me on the professional drinkers tour anymore. It's like not fair. It's like searching for Bobby Fisher. Bobby Fisher? You're a- are we going back to the anus talks? <laughs> what was it? What's the one that tastes like licorice? I can't remember the name of it. Sambuca. What, what, what was that? Sambuca. No, 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 no. But that, that's not it. That is. That's though. not okay. That's cool, but that's <laughs> but, not no, what no, I'm talking about. That's the answer we're looking for. Damn it. <laughs> oh, oh shit! What is it? Because I had a buddy in college. He used to anytime it was his time to buy shots, Jaeger? he would always buy shots of the Jaeger. That's what it is. Thank yeah. you. So you, you went, y'all went through y'all Jaeger phase, then y'all went through your Fireball phase. Actually, apparently it's... now you're on your peanut butter whiskey phase. No, that's funny that you say that too, because I went through a Southern Comfort phase too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about Soko. Soko's I like a Soko. Soko's like a strawberry whiskey. Soko is different though because when I was in school, man, that was the only liquor that you could buy both at the grocery store and the gas station. Because oh, in go. Ohio, they have they have uh, liquor stores like state stores, and that's the only place you could buy liquor unless it's Southern Comfort. So shout out to Soko. Soko and Coca Cola get you where you need to go. All we did was yeah, Soko and. All we did was Soko and Monster Bombs in my early 20s, and now I can't even smell Southern Comfort without freaking wanting See, to puke. I'm I'm old as hell. I started drinking okay. White Russians. I started drinking White Russians and then moved to Tanqueray. You, you, so like, I, your soul, your, your soul is old as hell. You're younger than both of yeah. us, sir. Yes, yes. I'm under 30, and that was my progression of drinking. I White Russians right. aren't bad. I, I like white Russians at the tables in Vegas, actually. No, no, no. like don't get. Me, I'm not saying they're. It's a bad drink, but that's old man drink right there. That's like the, you, that's that the dude. That's an old the... man progression. Also, I, I'm also very good on uh, uh, whiskey old fashioned. Like I'm very down with the whiskey old fashioned. I love white Russians. I mean, they're tall and blonde, and the accent gets you. They know how to get some money and hustle and stuff like that. Like, yeah, ask me about stories. Uh, pre Amber. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, good thing you got the door closed right now. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I know how to transition this. We'll get out of here. We'll 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 pay homage to the White Russian with the only way I truly know how. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Lord football is well underway, gentlemen, and oh, oh, what a fantastic feeling it is now that the Green Bay Packers season has actually started. Um, they, the team said, fuck you, we're not playing 17 games, we're playing 16 games, and I'll be damned if they didn't, you know, take the first game off, but they're back now, and the favorite part of the game for me, I watched the Eli and Peyton broadcast it was Pat McAfee on at the end of the game going, I really hope Detroit doesn't score this touchdown right here because I'm giving 11 and a half. And I'm like, me too, Pat, me too. And that was awesome. So I don't know. How did you guys watch the game? Did you watch the regular broadcast? Did you check out any of Peyton and Eli from the Monday night football game? Packers beat the Lions this week. Chris? What what did you think about the Peyton and Eli thing? Because I... I wasn't a fan last week, and then this week I kind of kept the game on in the peripherals because Raw decided to be good this week, Monday Night Raw. So that took most of my attention this week. But I wasn't a fan when I watched them last week. I tried to. I thought it would be interesting, and I got about five, ten minutes into it and said, fuck this shit, and turned it back to the normal feed. Well, the problem is is that Eli is about, has the personality of a wet paper bag, right? And all his jokes are inside <laughs> jokes, like specifically to his family, because it doesn't really seem like he has any other friends. Now, Peyton Manning has too much to say, and he doesn't know when to shut up sometimes. But I didn't catch the first week. I would imagine they'll get better week by week. They're not great at going to breaks. They're not, which is so easy to do in a football game. You know when they're going to a commercial, right? It's like... It, Try to kick it to a commercial, and if you don't and you stay, that looks way better than, like, going, cutting you off in the middle. They just need to get a little bit more practice. I think they're good. I like what they do. I mean, Peyton Manning's the star here, right? So, Aesop, what about you? I mean, I know you love the Packers' victory. You and I, both from Wisconsin, 
big cheese heads. It was nice to see that after week one was such an abysmal performance. Really what I need is like NFL red zone for the Manning brothers like broadcast because it's just a bunch of nonsense. And then every once in a while you get a real gem from usually from Peyton, like you said before, because Peyton's the only one with personality. Uh, bring bring in the third Manning brother. What's his name? Like Kenneth? Well, or it, something it's, like that. it's it's Cooper, but Peyton Manning pronounced it Cooper. 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 Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, well, that's what I need. And uh, to just let's just start here. Let you brought up Cooper. I I gotta say, like Peyton, he has a son named Arch Manning, who is one of the highest recruited recruited quarterbacks in high school right now so it's fucking ridiculous that we might have three generations of mvp winners uh from the manning family yeah they're saying he's the best of them all but you know they always say that they said eli was better than peyton's but but yeah i mean what what's the difference between the mannings and the balls seriously like the mannings are the ball family of the nfl well the difference is winning an MVP. If you make it, it, will, it if you make fair. it to the if you make it to the professionals, you're a winner. There's no such thing as a bust. No, in the professional right. No, okay. Side. Oh, so as far as like raising kids and being successful, yeah, kudos there. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. success. Okay, so I'll stop. I won't. I won't bury you there. That's not where you're <laughs> no, going. No. <laughs> That's not where you're going. I, how fucked up is it that Eli Manning's going to get into the Hall of Fame because of his last name? Because if his name was Eli Absolutely Jones, not. no. If his name was Eli no, no, Jones, no, no, no. he wouldn't no. sniff the Hall I, of Fame. Do you he's agree still with not sniff the Hall of Fame? No, you don't think he's no. You guys are both wrong. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. It's not going to be first ballot, obviously. But this guy has two Super Bowls, and they're both against Tom Brady, and they're in New York. There's no nope. way he's not a Hall of Famer. He has Sims far too Super many Bowls down too. years. He has far too many down years for him to even uh, like sniff the Hall of Fame. I'm Here's telling the you, problem he'll that be I have. Here's the problem that I have. If I asked you guys, should baseball let more players into the Hall of Fame, you'd say absolutely. And now we sit here and we kind of pick and choose about a guy who won two Super Bowls against Tom Brady and still had a really good career. I mean, come on, guys. Okay, so we're at number one. Yes, baseball, that's totally different. They're so sanctimonious and got their head up their asses. That's something totally different. Number two. Thanks, Rob talking- Manfred. We're talking about a guy – that's funny. We're talking about a guy <laughs> who hasn't had a good NFL season since 2012. He's got a 500 record all time. Yeah. Yeah. If his name was Eli Jones or Eli Jenkins, there's no way this motherfucker sniffs the Hall of Fame. But because of his name, his last name, he's going to make the Hall of Fame. Phil Simms got two Super Bowl rings as well, and nobody's talking about Phil Simms' Hall of Fame campaign. So, so wait, we have three different opinions here. We have uh, PC saying that he's first, like, guaranteed Hall of Fame because yeah, not of first his career. Nowhere, nowhere. We near. have Platt saying he's guaranteed the Hall of Fame because of his last name, and but not worthy. But not and worthy. He being the logical one, saying oh, they yeah, get it right and sure. they leave his ass off. Yes, yeah. Very I'm logical. I'm the logical one here, sir. I don't think he should be in the Hall of Fame, but I know he will because of his name. Knowledgeable, you have conspiracy theory. Knowledgeable sports fans will agree with PC Tunny. That's fine. You guys, I know you're off in your own little worlds. It's good. That's why I love you both. It's all good, man. Now, as far as the entire football game itself goes, uh, really the Packers won off of a half of a game, right? Because that first half, while Aaron Rodgers looked fairly good, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, he wasn't, he, he didn't look good for Aaron Rodgers' standard, in my opinion. But when you, when you play against the goddamn Detroit Lions, you're going to win. It, it doesn't take a lot to win against the Detroit Lions. Yeah. No, I agree. I think the the proof will be in next week's pudding against the Niners. Um, they're they're going to lose. I'm I, sorry, they're going to lose. Boy, I don't know. San Francisco hasn't looked that great to me, but I, we'll get to that. I I like the defense actually shut them out in the second half. I mean that 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 means more to me. Like this offense is going to get on track eventually, right? I think the big thing people don't understand is the best left tackle in NFL 
is coming back week seven for the Packers. So if we can just go three and three until then, I mean, the Packers have one of the five hardest schedules in the NFL this year. So just speaking to that point. And uh, also they have the easiest division. Uh, like it's not even a question. Like the NFC, uh, NFC North is the type of division where like basic fans start to wonder whether a college team could beat the no. Detroit Lions oh, come near on, the no. end of the season. That's no, no, no. I said basic you know fans. What? I didn't now say it's a real thing. I can't even, we really don't even have time for it, but I have to do it. Where the fuck is it? You think they're going to fucking, you talk about the Detroit Lions. Come on now. Where the hell is it? They're terrible. This is ridiculous. Why can't I find this, Platt? So I was totally ready for for if the Lions won for Dan Campbell to to like snort something at the postgame presser, whether it be like the way that he talked about Lions. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All right. And we're going to stand up and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap and we're going to get up and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you before, before long. We're the Nobody's going to have any standing. fucking kneecaps before long. They're going to look like fucking Tim Conway playing golf. Hey, coach, uh, George M- R- Romero of the Detroit Lions in his motherfucker. <laughs> I- I'm just saying, if you the don't, you can't tell me that Dan Campbell wouldn't have snorted lion's blood like at the post game. It would have been fantastic. I think Dan Campbell's high on life. I don't know what to tell you. That That's guy's fair. a crazy son of a bitch. That, now, that the a, reason is that why. A new strand? <laughs> high on life. Is that a new, new grade? New yeah. strand? <laughs> Straight out of fucking Columbia. Now, the reason why, though, the Packers shut out the Lions in the second half is that for once, now, I don't know if you know this about me. Uh, but if you listen to my podcast, I will go in on Joe Barry. I hate Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator for the Packers. I think he's awful. I think he's the biggest number one regret that the Packers will have at the end of the season. He will cost them this entire potential championship season that they could have Joe Barry is terrible. He was a terrible defensive coordinator in Washington, terrible defensive coordinator in Detroit. And now for some unholy goddamn reason, they've brought him here to green Bay. And for once he didn't look like a goddamn cabbage patch kid. And they, he did some defensive adjustments, switching out Eric Stokes uh, for Kenny King and moving uh, uh, Clark. Switching in, uh, with, switching in Stokes for King, Kenny Clark, yeah, and and moving Kenny Clark towards the middle a little, a little bit more, that was huge, and that is the reason why they were able to shut him out in the second half. Yeah, I I like the way they're moving. We'll see what happens next week, folks. You're listening right now to Three Man Weave on Chair Shot Radio Network. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna get into Week Three coming up here in the NFL. Like I said, three-man weave with special guest Dave Aesop Mitchell-Wirtz. We'll be right back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Welcome back to Three Man Weave, ladies and gentlemen. PC Tony, Chris Platt, Aesop Mitchell sitting in for Ray Cash, who's out on assignment. I'm not necessarily certain that Platt knows exactly what that assignment is, but he likes to crack wise, and, and we like him too because because he's a very funny guy. I just want to remind you before we get back into it, folks, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick yourself up a t-shirt. Make you look great. It will make a great gift as well. Are you ready for week three, Aesop? I mean, we got a doozy of a game here coming up on thursday night the panthers and texans Woo! can't wait for this one 
Hey, hey, don't sleep on those Carolina Panthers, man. Don't sleep on Sam Darnold. Oh, God. Oh, Sam nothing, Darnold. You're a Sam Darnold truther, seriously? Nothing against hey, the Panthers. Man. The Panthers are very solidly middle of the road this year, but the Texans, ugh, come on. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Hey, look, again, I feel so apologetic and sorry for Tarod Taylor. He can never catch a break ever. That guy is, you know what? He's a pretty damn good quarterback, right? Uh, he made the Pro Bowl once. <laughs> and ever everywhere he goes, he finds some way or like the ethos finds some way to screw that poor man over. And damn it, it just hurts so much. I want him... I wanted him to just have a six, uh, 17 game season. And apparently that's just not in the cards. Cause now we got Davis mills going, which is more or less a bona fide win for the Panthers. Yeah. Not How much crazy is that, that the, the Panthers are going to be three and oh, you know where, you know where, where it's coming from. It's Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick has gotten that defense ready and raring to go right but who have they beaten they beat the jets the saints are clearly i don't know what the fucking saints are watch your mouth watch it watch your mouth oh my god is Jameis still in your guest bedroom right now he's on his way back man we're gonna do a little bit of recalibrating he's coming back to the cranber compound yeah i know recalibrate he just needs uh he just needs like a second Uh. second round of lasik eye surgery you know just uh make sure he'll be fine you guys, we, the, we, pan- we the, pan- the Panthers could be 8-0. I mean, seriously, they play the Texans, then they play the Cowboys, then the Eagles, then the Vikings, then the Giants, then the Falcons. No, they're not going to beat Dallas. They can't score enough to beat Dallas. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We got to move on. Dax better. Dax we got to move on. We got to move on. We're going to hit We're gonna hit a, a couple key games, and then the Sunday and Monday night are here for week three. As I run it down... Washington football team visits Buffalo. Not a lot of mystery there. It'd be a very big surprise. The Bears visit the Browns. Same kind of thing. Ravens go to Detroit. Cardinals go visit Jacksonville. Chargers Chiefs, gentlemen. Chiefs coming off that loss. Chargers one and one as well. You want to go against angry Patrick Mahomes? I don't. And at home, as much as I love Justin Herbert and the LA Chargers, because they're my surprise uh, playoff team this year. I, I just can't. I can't pick them. It, it's going to be the Chiefs all day. It's a division game, though, Sup. Because I, I, too, am high on the Chargers this year. I, I really am. And I feel like they got screwed versus the Cowboys last week. I, I, I caught the end of that game. It was on in my market. And shout out to the Falcons that decided to only play a half quarter of good football out of the four. So I <laughs> got to watch a lot of Atlanta, man. So it I got to watch a lot of this game, and I saw that bullshit call at the end of the game where they had to settle for the field goal, and then Dallas came back, and McCarthy tried to give it back to him, but whatever, whatever. It's a division game, though. You can't rule that out. It is a division game. Like, do I see a universe where the Chiefs go one and two? No, but I, I think it's going to be closer than people expect. So what are you saying? Instead of 100%, it's 95% in the Chiefs' favor? 93.5. Okay. I'll give you that. Fine. There is some fucking timeline where, uh, you know, the Chargers win. And, you know, it, it, it maybe happens. I don't know. But I just see Tyrone Matthew uh, getting some errant throws at some point of this game. I'll be taking the Chargers on the money line this week for a victory on the road straight up because that's just what's going to happen. The Chiefs are going to have a losing streak. Don't say they ain't going to rebound from it, but that's where I'm at. Saints Take are... the point. What? Take the points. What's, what's the points? What's the money line? Six and a half. Take the points. No. Take the points. The, char- gonna the Chiefs a... are going to kill them or the Take Chargers the are going to win? No. No, 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 no. All right, Saints going to the Patriots. I, I don't know what you're going to do there with the Patriots because the Patriots have proved they can win by three scores and not even have 300 yards of total offense. Let's move on. Falcons, Giants, no one gives a fuck. Bengals, Steelers. Oh, hold on. I just want to say, I just want to say, Tom took the Falcons in this matchup. I don't know why he thought that. 
the Falcons are the worst fucking team in the league. Okay, oh, no, no, oh, no, no. Not I in the league that's... with Detroit, no. Jacksonville, and Jets. The Houston's We're the worst team. The Texans are the worst team. We're going to see them play. The no way. You're out of your mind. No. You're out of your mind. No, I can't be. I can nope. only be in my mind. Nope. I'm sorry. Uh, and you're going to see a Falcons-Lions matchup later on this season, Platt. So be ready and uh, make sure you turn off your TV at that point. Give it a, like, save some energy. That's why I bought a jail. Uh, that's why I brought a fire stick this weekend and jail broke that bitch so I can watch real football. Oh, boy. A, need to watch Just the Browns, but B, I can on the good games you know <laughs> all right Bengals at Steelers Colts at Titans two pretty good division matchups to watch on the noon side of games Jets visiting the Broncos I think the Broncos are going to easily take care of business I don't think you guys would disagree with that Dolphins Thank Raiders and pass all these good games well we're, we want to save some time for what we got coming up here uh Dolphins Raiders right. John Gruden see how long he can hold on to his job if they can make the playoffs or not gentlemen Tampa Bay two, two is out though who was out that game? So go yeah, go with go with the Raiders. Three and Yeah, you're gonna get, you're gonna get the Raiders win. Tampa Bay heading to L.A. to take on the Rams. Pretty formidable defense going up against Mr. Tom Brady here. Can they put the pressure on Tom Aesop? Uh I personally have Tampa Bay winning this, um, though I can easily see Tom Brady not giving two shits about this game because. You know, Tom Brady don't care about anything except for the playoffs. So uh, it's early enough in the season, too. I think that um, I, I think that Tampa Bay's defense will be healthy enough that they'll go in there and really show it to a really damn good L.A. Rams team. I mean, the Rams have the best player in football, and his name rhymes with Perrin Arnold. <laughs> uh, that being said, God damn. Arnold and Donald does not rhyme. It 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 does when you're black because we can stretch <laughs> out our vowels and shit like that. We can elongate shit. We we make it work. We stretch gotcha, it. We make it work. Gotcha. Yeah, we make it work. <laughs> <laughs> God damn though, does Tampa not look better than they did last year? Like they just seem like such a well-oiled machine. As much as I want to take the Rams here, Do especially they? on the road. Do they? Yes. Though? They almost lost they the Dallas. They almost lost the Dallas week one. They they let Atlanta get into the game. Like, are they? Really? Okay, like, again, you, you're you thinking about it as Tampa as a whole, right? It's not Tampa. It's Tom Brady. And does Tom Brady look better than he did last year? I'm Like, Tom Brady's won a lot of Super Bowls, guys, but there's way more seasons in which he didn't win Super Bowls. I will bet you – I'll give you two to one – I shouldn't even do this. I'll give you two to one odds. Tampa does not win the Super Bowl. I'll give you two to one odds. Tampa doesn't even make it to the Super Bowl this year. I mean, the I, Rams were my Super Bowl pick, so I'm going to take them here. I, I don't feel good about that pick because I think that Tampa has looked tremendous thus far this season. But yeah, so there's that. Do with that what you will. I, I don't have Tom Brady in the Super Bowl either, but um, you know, I still think that. He eats it out. He's going to flex a little bit. This is more or less his share four-year farewell tour. Shout out to Cher. She got to be 186 years old, and is still very doable. Okay, <laughs> sweet. Second conversation didn't think right. I was going to have today. I'll go no, with the no, uh, no, y'all wouldn't bang Cher. Come on, man. Let's be real. For many reasons, I would. I don't know. Thank if, you. Let me tell yeah. you this. If I did, I wouldn't share it with you. But I have uh, the Rams winning this week, putting up some yards in the passing game. Cooper, Cooper, sorry, Cooper Cup. That's that's a fun one. I would love to see Cooper Coop. Cooper, Cooper Cup. Uh, I, I always wanted to have Amari Cooper and Cooper Cup on the same team, on my fantasy team, and I could never pull it off because my team name would have just been Amari Cooper Cup. No, nothing. Great. All right, cool. No, how about no, how about no? <laughs> how about my Balzac that's, hurts? That, that yeah, those two things are much better than talking about banging share. Yeah, yeah, much better. Yeah. Well, all right. Sonny Bono, anyone? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, Flat. No, no would you want to bang Sonny Bono? I guess <laughs> third. That makes it three. <laughs> that's three conversations. PC Tony didn't think he was gonna have today.
Oh, you hit no, the hat man, trick. I almost, I almost feel like we have to play this. <laughs> Sorry, that's like my Beetlejuice equivalent there. That's a little inside joke there, too, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all won't get and you'll never get because I won't ever divulge that information on air. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Seattle heading to Minnesota. What, what are you guys' thoughts on Seattle? Like, I I know we're, none of us really believe in Minnesota, I, I, except for Dalvin Cook. They just don't have the defense they had once upon a time to make them contenders. But where's Seattle at this year? Where, 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 Chris, where do you see Seattle fitting in in the NFC playoff picture this year? Different toilets, same shit, Tony. Like, I, I feel like I believe more in Minnesota than you do. I think they're going to be frisky uh, at some point in time this season. But in terms of Seattle, man, it's literally the same thing. Yeah, they replaced the offensive coordinator and they calm Russell down. But he's still out here running for his life in these games. So, And this defense clearly... We're long gone from the Legion of Boom. Are they a playoff team? Yes. Excuse me. Can you ever rule out Russell? No. Do I expect anything from them in the playoffs? No. They are. They're the exact same team they were last year. Yeah, I I mean, I totally see them being first round exit in the playoffs, right? I mean, they'll find a way to let you down. And I actually think very highly on, on Seattle. I really think that they have a potential to win the West and uh, Russell Wilson could be an MVP candidate down the line. Um, you know, we got to kind of have to wait and see after that last game. I, you know, Tennessee taking that win Tennessee. is kind of, might be demoralizing, right? Tennessee. What? Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. am I missing stuff? Is this more? Lord, do we have to allow me to drink some more. Okay. I'm done. I'm Tennessee. done. Okay. Yeah. No, I Can here. How about this? Face. <laughs> Let me understand you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Aesop. We can't we can't help ourselves. Oh, we, we don't even old guys. Stop. Don't pay us any attention, man. We're old guys, right? We don't now. even. I'm the white Russian. Bobby. I'm the white Russian. <laughs> white Russian. <laughs> I love it. Uh, let me just finish this topic off by saying, every other team in their division is one game up on them right now, and Seattle ain't making the playoffs this year. Uh-uh. Write it down. Kyler Murray will fall off again. He did it last yeah. year. <sighs> because he's so small. He's a video game, but he's so small, man, as he takes more and more hits. Yeah, he's going to wear down. And, and they're not going to make need, the playoffs by the end of the season. All you need is one tackle on Matt Stafford, and he goes down. And uh, may not go down for games, but his shoulder will go down. That that dude's been beat up. Bruh, you don't even need a tackle. How about one of his teammates just pats him on the back? Oh, shit, herniated yeah. disc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying. But that's, that is my Super Bowl pick, and I, I got to stick with it, even though I'm thinking Tampa's going to go back. But I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with it. All right, let's move to Sunday night. We brought this up earlier. Packers, Niners, I think it's a pretty good litmus test for both teams. Uh, 49ers haven't looked especially great on offense, very injured in the backfield running the ball. Obviously you have the Jimmy G, Trey Lance thing going on, but Trey Lance really didn't even play. He didn't have a passing attempt or a rushing attempt last game, so I don't think there's much controversy there. Can the Packers go into a place and win where they have notoriously not been great in Frisco since Brett Favre? So we'll start with Sop here. Do you got the Packers losing this week? I do. Blast, I, I I really Blast don't like. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, look, I can have a take here. Damn it. Blast uh, <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers does not play well in San Francisco. I don't know what that's about. Also, I'm still not sold on Aaron Rodgers this year. I, I don't like the fact that he more or less just lost all chemistry with MVS because I thought that Marquez Valdez Scantling might be one of the more pivotal players in their success this season. Look, look, don't give me this. I see you waving your hands over I'm, there. I'm trying to do that so I didn't interrupt you. I was trying to let you keep going. I can't no, do something because MBS, no, no, if he could hold on to the fucking ball, maybe somebody would believe in him. I'm sorry. Did you not see those passes this past week? Majority of them were errant throws by Rodgers. They were not drop balls by MBS. 
I'm saying that's a problem. And I think that uh, you're going to see a pretty damn good game plan by Kyle Shanahan going in, uh, bringing in the Packers to just eviscerate that defense. What am I missing? Why is it seems like every other person on the planet and their mama are just all in on this 49ers team? I mean, yes, they have a good defense. Ooh, I think they still have. Go ahead. I think it's because people really believe in the play calling of Kyle Shanahan and much like the Patriots who have basically, you know, at least two all pro caliber defensive players coming back like San Francisco. They basically had like three drafts in the defense, which you talk about all the people that came back from the non participant list from last year. So I think that's why everybody's in on it. At the same time, I just don't think you believe in Jimmy Garoppolo. Is that your problem? It's not just Jimmy G. I mean, Jimmy G has obvious limitations. We've all seen them. I'm not here for Shanahan like that. Number one, he was the offensive coordinator in Cleveland several years ago. And we also he was also the offensive coordinator for the Falcons collapse in the Super Bowl versus Tom Terrific a few years ago. He's one of these guys. He's a super intelligent guy, but he's one of these guys that feels like he's the smartest guy in the room. And he's almost, you know, he and, and he has a tendency to do too much in terms of his play calling. Like, he, he outsmarts himself with his play calling. And I feel like, ultimately, that's his Achilles heel. I, I just, I don't believe in him when 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 it's nut gun time. I don't. I think he's going to get too cute in the play calling, and it's going to end up costing his team. Yeah, I, um, I'm not liking the two-quarterback system that's just more or less developed in the league uh, from a, more than a handful of teams at this point. But um, I, Jimmy G, as long as he stays consistent, that's really all that they need. They don't need him to make crazy plays. That defense will carry them in, uh, and, and will get them wins. We'll see, man. I, I don't believe in him, but we'll, we'll see what happens. And, I hate cliches, and as much as I hate cliches, this one I kind of agree with. If if you have two quarterbacks, that means you have no quarterback. But Jimmy G's mm-hmm. playing for his next job right now. That that's what's going on here. He's, yeah, he's Trey, playing. Trey Lance. Yeah. Trey Lance looks legit, and uh, I don't necessarily hate the idea of, the, of what they're doing. I just don't think it's going to pan out for them. You know, maybe it gets Trey Lance just some obvious play time that he needs, but. Geez, you know, just let the kid start. He, you're going to have more opportunity to win having Trey Lance over Jimmy G. Yeah, and Jimmy G next year, he'll be in Washington or Houston or Tennessee, Tennessee. or uh, Indianapolis. He'll, he'll be he's playing Tennessee. for his next position right now. Maybe maybe even Sugar. No, well, not Sugar Go, uh, but Minnesota. Maybe, you know, we, he, he's playing for his next job and we all know it. He knows it, too. All right, folks, the other game left that we won't get to today is the Eagles at Cowboys. If you want to hear us talk about that, why don't you tune in Monday night right there on Twitter at Chairshot Media. Platt and I will be live at 730 Eastern with a Monday night preview show. Uh, You can check out the one we did this past Monday. Aesop, if you're around Monday, you're more than welcome to join us for that. I think Ray Cash will be there, too. We start at uh, 730 Eastern and we run right up to kickoff. So, Make sure you're checking us out on Twitter there. That's at Chairshot Media. That's where that's going to be dropping on Twitter. We're going to be live. We're going to have video. We're going to have fun. Hopefully we'll have some guests this week as we get ready for Monday Night Football next week. But right now you're listening to Three Man Weave on the Chairshot Radio Network. We'll be right back with two topics we want to get to at the end of the show. Thanks for tuning in. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com Thechairshot.com Always use your head Christopher, this has been a hot topic for for yourself and myself One Ben Simmons Uh why don't you lead us off here on, on your thoughts on this situation? And we'll just kind of do a, a, a couple quick takes around the horn here. And, and you can kick us off with what's going to happen next in the saga known as Ben Simmons, the NBA basketball player. 
I have no idea. Obviously, Ben has come out and said that he doesn't want to be in Philly anymore and he's not going to show up at training camp. I know Doc Rivers was on first take this morning talking about it. I didn't get a chance to see it. I do feel comfortable saying that, Doc, you're full of shit. <laughs> Whatever you said on that show, you're full of shit. But let me let me holler at young Benjamin here for a second. You know young I love you. Benjamin. We've we've got a spare room here for you at the Cranbrook compound, oh man. Let's God, rehabilitate you and get you right. You already know. I'm not I'm not giving up on you, Benjamin. It's me and probably your girl right now. That's all you got. But I got I gotta say this, man. This is business. This is a, a business, and you can't allow your emotions to drive you to make a bad business decision. Now, what I mean by that is take your ass to training camp, man. Take your ass to training camp because they'll, if you let them, because the Philly's still on the hook to you right now for what, a buck 45, like 145 million, something like that. Don't give them a reason to try to take that money away from you because they will take that money away from you. They will sour your name around this league and they will have you on the first thing smoking back to Australia before you can say Crocodile Dundee. So I understand why you feel how you feel. I get it. The way everybody threw you under the bus after the loss in Game 7 last year, I wouldn't want to come back and play with these Mellon Farmers either, but you can't allow yourself to make an emotional decision. This is time to put your big boy pants on. You got to go to training camp, okay? Now, once you get there, how can I say this? Injuries happen. People get injured every day, B. Perhaps you tweaked your back in shoot-around or in scrimmage, and perhaps maybe you become friends with a doctor who's a sports mark and he cooperates that story. But at the very least, don't allow them to take your money away or put them in a position where they have an opportunity to take your money away, man. Take your ass to training camp. Or at least take your ass to the free throw line and learn (laughs) how to shoot a damn ball. If you can't get a mid range, sorry, Ben, you're worthless. Uh, You know what? You can have you can act with emotions, right? But you have to act professional, uh, and that's the thing that he has lost is he has pretty much said everything wrong to not only get what he wants, but to taint any type of a, any type of available opportunity to get traded elsewhere. He lost out on the Warriors. He's gonna lose out on Portland. And you're going to see Ben Simmons go to, God, what, Detroit. Sacramento soon? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, you're going to go to a shit team. And the reason why that happens is because you got it that way, Ben. So I'm here to metaphorically slap you in the face and tell you to get your shit together and learn how to shoot a goddamn ball because that is all you need to do. If you can hit... Uh, go to the the free throw line and shoot a hundred free throws and make, I'll say sixty of them. For God's, that's not even all that bad for an NBA player. Sixty free throws, your stock will go up. I think everybody knows my opinion on the situation. I'm not going to, you know, uh, placate to that anymore. I just hope that, you know. Whatever happens doesn't affect the Bucks' chances for winning another championship because that's where I'm at. Uh, let's let's get one more quick take in here. Chris mentioned the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup is this weekend. You may not be a golf fan. You may not tune into golfing events, but this one is a little different. It's it's the only time of the year, really. I mean, there are a couple other different things, but the big one is here where golf turns into a team sport, and it's USA versus Europe. And you watch it on TV or you go to this event, and the fans – they are cheering specifically for one side or the other, not just for one of 80 golfers that are left on Sunday, right? So completely different feel, very electric atmosphere. I would say check out what's happening Friday, Saturday, Sunday on your phone, the standings, and if it's close coming down to the wire Sunday, it'll be some of the best sporting event you've ever seen because they're playing in a great, great place that's right off of Lake Michigan here in Wisconsin. I've played at Whistling Straits. It is such a beautiful, phenomenally challenging course. Uh, if you're going, 
Make sure you wear some shoes that have a little grip on them. If you have golf shoes, just wear those because it is not easy terrain to trek. So tune in Ryder Cup this weekend. It is a very, very special event, not only in golf, but in sports in general. Uh, Aesop, you had one question to ask before we get out of here today. Yeah, I wanted to know who, what team you got on upset alert this week. Oh, from the NFL? Yeah, we didn't get to that. Wow. All right. Uh, what do you? I'll, why I'll don't you start? St- yeah, yeah. Please start. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. My my upset team this week, I believe, is the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think Cincinnati can go in there and get a win in Pittsburgh. I think that the Bengals are hungry for a victory. I think Pittsburgh is reeling this week and. If there is any team that I personally feel that could really get a good upset, it's going to be the Cincinnati Bungles and Joe Burrow. What do you think about that, gentlemen? I I can see that happening. I'll give you a bigger upset, and I already did. The Chargers will go to Kansas City and give Kansas City a losing streak. When that happens, y'all can put a little salt, a little mustard, a little ketchup, top it with some pepper, and eat your shoe. Chris? I'm looking at the schedule right now, and oh I'm I'm, I'm going Homer here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm it's going like the home. one word he the one word he says <laughs> as like a as, as like as like a British person. He says schedule. Fresh hip hip parade. Hello, governor. This is the Fresh wrong off. wrong football. But by, by the time. Sunday rolls around. He will be fresh off his stint back here at the Cranber compound, recalibrating, oh, he's got the re-educating, New England. reinvigorating. Wow. No way. You're goddamn right. Famous Jameis Winston is going into Foxborough this weekend. Patriots by and double digits. leaving Foxborough this weekend. Double digit Patriot win. win. Versus double digits. Captain Charisma. Patriot. Bill, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Book it. It's happening. Take us home, Christopher. Mic drop. <laughs> That's Aesop, it. Thank, thank you so much for filling in this week, man. We really appreciate it. Always have a good time with you on here. Want you to let good people know where they can find you and what you got going on, because you always got a gazillion things going on. For sure. Oh, yeah, sure. Check us out down the wire uh, on Facebook. We post there all of our shows up there as well. And sometimes if I find anything particularly funny on Deadspin, I'll throw that up as well, because what a fantastic publication. Uh, also, you can look for me personally. You can look at Aesop Mitchell, M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Violent Aesop or at Dave and Cudahy. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at the Cream City Traveler. Just uh, when you do, let me know how much you love me, because that would be much appreciated. I like to be uh, affectionate. You know, Dave, since I've met you, the love that I have for you has grown just like that. Just like a fish story. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger, that fish. So your love is the fish story. I love it. Okay, great. (laughs) You can find me at PC Tony, folks, on the Twitter and Facebook. I just ask you to keep listening to everything Chair Shot, Radio, Network, everywhere podcasts are found. I second what Tony just said. You can also find me on Twitter at the Real C Platt. But more importantly, if you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at the Chair Shot, make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chair Shot and pick up an official Chair Shot T-shirt. Not only will you be aesthetically pleasing, go soft style. That's the only time a man wants to hear that. Soft style is the way to go. Not only will you be aesthetically pleasing, or not but you'll pop. also be supporting the movement like the and anti- your favorite anti-pop. website for news, reviews. I'm trying to take them home. I know okay? it's anti-pop, it. though. I got it. <laughs> reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Remember, thechairshot.com, we are not just a website. We are a movement. Sop, Dave, whatever the hell you want to be called, thanks for coming <laughs> on. We're going to yes. have to have, you, have, have you. you back, man. You're officially a friend of the show now. Ray, Get better soon. Might I suggest a little bit of aloe vera, oh little Neil Sporin, wow. maybe some ice. Yeah. Al- alternate ice and heat, ice and heat, ice and heat. For the commissioner, PC Tutty, for Mr. Ray Gash and his swollen asshole, for Mr. Aesop slash David Mitchell, I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. 
Enjoy this weekend slate of games, folks, college pros and everything going on with sports. They're all things sports related. We'll see you back here next week. Same plat time, same plat channel. Until then, shalom. Ice and heat, Ray, but not icy hot. The champ is here. I just smashed shit right here. The champ is here. This shit is crazy. The evil genius. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.